0: This week on The Adaptation Game, lyrics, poetry, rhymes, crimes, all will be heard. Ladies and gentlemen, the adaptation game, you experienced a little bit of beat poetry there at the beginning, uh, purely improvised by me. I can't believe I come up with this stuff. I am, of course, your host, Mr. Matthew Schott, and with me, as always, my intrepid co-host, Mr. Crystal Kawa. You know it. This is also, I should probably say, the show where a couple of dingus, doofus dongles, Decide to adapt various media properties into other forms, and we have a special guest this week. Mr. Special Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm I'm Taylor, Taylor Hudson, Hi, Taylor B Hudson Taylor. on TikTok. Just I'm
1: sorry, Taylor I'm sorry. B Hudson of TikTok fame, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you've heard of a little thing called what was the name of it? Bridgerton the musical. Bridgerton the musical, as seen on BBC One and the world over. This man is the most hyped up male duettist. Uh, in the role of Samuel Duke Samuel, uh, no, his uh, uh, uh wow, I literally finished watching the other day. The most well researched duettist in the he's cast of Duke, the, the Duke, of, the Duke. Simon Simon, there it is. The Simon, uh, male vocalist for uh, Bridget in the musical, heard the world over. So pleased to, that Taylor had some time to hop on our little old bag wagon. Oh, wow! Lord. I now don't know
0: worry. what it's like when other people talk to me because I don't know what any of those words meant. But uh, <laughs> what's I'm in happy, Netflix? I'm happy to have you all the same. Uh, we have a very special treat in store this week because this week we are taking some of the greatest literary works of all time, some of the world's finest poets, and turning them into competitive game shows. So, why don't we just dig right in with our personal histories. Mr. Chris Okawa, what is your favorite
1: game show,
2: and who's your favorite poet?
1: I really like American Gladiator because it's super scary. It's scary to Mm -hmm. watch those regular people get just... Riggedy wrecked <laughs> by those monsters.
0: Absolutely dominated.
1: <laughs> monsters. It's monster jam for I'm sorry. <laughs> my arousal wiped my brain. What was the second part of that question?
0: Poets. Poets, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> sorry. Break.
1: Poets. <laughs> sorry. Um oh I love, I love poetry. I love them all. I love um I love Emily Dickinson. Um, I love Yeats, Yeats, I like myself some Keats. I think that's one. I like myself, uh, I heard the songs, uh, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Whoever wrote that one, that's a good poem. I like Coleridge. I I love myself some William Blake. Uh, I love myself uh, uh, some Jack Prelutsky. when I was a child. Uh, I I just, uh, I I mean, Seuss uh, sands his uh, racist streak in there. Um, You know, I'm just a big, I'm a big poetry fan. So this was a a no brainer when it came to uh, programming this episode
0: uh that's great to hear because uh uh not all of us are poetry experts so it's good to know that someone <laughs> has some kind of background in the field and uh uh american gladiators has not been on the air for quite some time but it's it, it surely it's time for a comeback surely think, it's time oh, for true. us to ha- see the normals put in their place by genetic supermen <laughs> <laughs> there,
1: there is that uh, i can't remember there's, the a, new there's right, a new one there's a new one coming out with The Rock as the host or something, and it's called like cr- crush their crush their pants or something. It's like it's <laughs> well, like the, crunchers or something. There was so
3: there was like the Titan Games, but that's different. Okay, obviously. but there was one that came out that I watched with my parents. I don't remember the name of it, but like it, it was called something about chasing. Like yeah. there were your average every day yes, and, the and then like one. professional ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The tag game. extreme
3: tag or something like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like That's parkour was tag. Thinking.
1: That was an incredible show to watch. Again, you have normals versus the supers. It was really an exciting dynamic.
3: Yeah. I mean, it was really unfair when Frozone started sliding around on ice, but I yeah,
1: think. I mean, like, there's a set group of obstacles, frozen for a reason. And the color key, you didn't consult the production manager. It's just, it's, it gets it, sloppy. His, his icy blue is just off from that, you know, blue it, of the red and blue for mats bro- you had from, you know, yeah, the, the, the bl- blue worn mats that you had yes. in elementary school. Gymnastic blue on the mats versus the red. And honestly, it, it, I don't think we'd have red versus blue today if we didn't have American Gladiator. I think it was a seminal you know, sort of program for us.
3: I, I will allow that So position. <laughs> See, I can use big words too, bitch. <laughs> how, hold on. How do we feel about cursing on the show?
0: I didn't ask it. Oh, any I mean, with the with the kinds of things that I say that have no curse words in them, I think that we are <laughs> well allowed to be explicit. A this real has been flagged sod, as explicit. Okay. That yeah, is I'm, true. I'm like, I, I, have, I proudly. I,
3: I have hmm. listened to multiple episodes of this show. Yes, but it's been it's been a year,
1: um, <laughs> as Chris could tell you. It's been a long year or it's been a year since you heard our our show? No, it's been a long year. It's been oh. like, oh, it's been a year, you know. <laughs> yes, sir, it has I not can... been a year since I've seen I don't think your show I was has like, been has on a year. Has our show been on? Yeah, this is episode year. 21. I don't think we've been on for a year. Not
0: quite. Not quite a year, but we're getting there. You know, we're yeah. we're like a freight train. We can't yeah. be stopped no matter how many authorities try to slow us down. So we just keep charging forward. Yeah, basically. Yeah. We, are the, we are the coronavirus of podcasts. <laughs> the coronavirus of uh, podcasts. Hop on, bitches. That's what most of our uh, uh, reviews say. Uh, So Taylor, I'm going to pass it on to you. Uh, Same question. What Mm -hmm. is your favorite game show? Who is your favorite poet? Or if you have a favorite
3: poem. The funny thing is I was asked this the other day what my favorite game show was. It was actually for a a date application on TikTok. Uh, And I don't remember what the fuck I said. Uh, So but as I was thinking of it, my favorite. The 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 one that brings most fondness to me is Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, if that's correct, I don't remember if that's yeah. The that yeah that is that is the that's title the of the, the show hosted by where, Kirk Fogg. Right, and and the children would run up the the pyramid at the end and get abducted by Mayan like it was terrifying. But so entertaining because that wasn't happening to me. Uh, so that's that's always a good one. You know, anything that scars children, I yeah. think is just uh, I, I'm much like a Republican in that way. I want the children <laughs> to suffer as I did. So I, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I keep acting as if this is a certain anonymous podcast and I and it's not. <laughs> I need to it stay in my life Uh Favorite poet. Here's the thing uh, as a poet myself. I'm very un- not well read. Like I, I don't, I, I don't really know many poets. Rudy Francisco's. I'm gonna have to say, I'm a big fan of his. Okay. I'm a big fan of that kind of prose slam poetry style, uh, of you know, being relatable and not necessarily rhyming, but using wonderful word painting, because uh, that's the kind of uh, stuff I attempt to write. Um, you know, with wonderful gems such as "My brain was less a." a more Still Pond and less the NASCAR 500 or Daytona 500, you know, because uh, <laughs> mm. I'm, well, I'm skilled in some well,
1: ways. Taylor also is a, is a poet and he's also a, a lyricist and, and songwriter, too. So Taylor's no stranger to the verse. You shouldn't uh, undersell yourself in such a manner.
3: That, that That's fair. I think I'm better at writing prose than verse. Uh, all I think my best verse is all uh, comedic songs and and. And uh, Dick jokes in a song about hamburgers. So, yeah,
0: I don't like songs about hamburgers that don't have that. This has always been an issue with me and uh, all the parrot heads out there. Uh, We (laughs) we tend to to clash on that. I'm like, you know, Jimmy Buffett's fine, but he's got to get more dicks in there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and that is also probably something that could have changed about legends of the hidden temple, you know, really make it like a dangerous thing. You know, let's, let's increase the danger on that show for the inevitable uh, revival. I'm sorry, by adding dicks to a children's well, show? Well, y- you know, I mean, uh, is there anything more terrifying than just like entering this hidden temple and there's just, so there's, this is, this phallic imagery, uh, sort of assaulting your senses as you enter this, this hidden temple.
3: There's um, no way that some artist on that show didn't sneak a penis into that set.
0: I'm saying let's get H.R. Geeger, let's dig him up from the grave, and let's get him to design the next Hidden Temple, and you're going to get some dicks in there for sure. He can't help himself. <laughs> Speaking of my own personal preferences, when it comes to the wide world of game shows and poetry, uh, for game shows, I'm going to go wild, and I'm going to say um, – Takeshi's Castle, uh, which was brought over here as a most extreme elimination challenge. Uh, It's an incredible show, much like Legends of the Hidden Temple and much like American Gladiator. It is a show of people just getting obliterated by obstacles. (laughs) Um, I think the difference with Takeshi's Castle is that it drops all pretense that there's a chance of you winning uh, and you go on sort of knowing that you will be crushed. Uh, it's, It's a series... Of uh, weird physical challenge, including one where you have to run up a slope and you're just assaulted by boulders, and uh, one where you're yeah, this is yeah. this is the the best one on the whole show. Uh, you're in a maze of doors suspended over a lake, and you're being chased by multiple people in monster suits. And if you open the wrong door, you fall into the lake. So you're just in a complete frenzy trying doors. That could be the whole show as far as I'm concerned. If it was just monsters chasing you through doors until you fall into a lake, to me, that's good television. But also, isn't that um, the modern American landscape, Matthew? It is (laughs) truly. It's a reflection of the world around us. That's what beat Takeshi that's what he was ahead of his time in knowing. Uh, and in speaking on poetry, um, this is perhaps a cliche answer, but if you'll allow me to indulge briefly, I will uh, read a couple lines from one of the world's most famous poets. Yeah. Uh, someone I think you will immediately oh recognize. <clears throat>
3: Uh-oh. I'm so prepared for whatever's coming.
0: Tachba, <clears> Tachbe. <throat> Da mo to lavem <laughs> velen chicha. wacht. Cap. San wacht. Dude, stig ve? Of course. What? the uh, was that fucking Klingon? <laughs> that was the uh, opening lines of Hamlet's most famous monologue. Um, being read in its original Klingon of course uh, to add a layer of authenticity to these proceedings
1: where's the iTunes Uh, review that says the show keeps somehow reinventing itself (laughs) every episode (laughs) I think my
3: favorite part of that was watching Chris spit out his tea into or whatever substance oh, was in there.
1: it's hard alcohol to be on this show. <laughs> I, it, it's in a teacup because I've drank no. so much hard alcohol, I'm out of hard alcohol cup. This, oh, this isn't water in here.
0: This isn't water. <laughs> it's a real boilermaker. <laughs> in a boiler-sized
1: t- jug. I'm it, it just... Is, it
0: I, I guess I've just made it clear that I'm the only one here who's truly a patron of the arts. So... Uh, <laughs> You you are a cunning linguist. Shakespeare truly ahead of his time. I mean, he's great. Uh, I mean, I did read Robert Frost in college, uh, and I always thought his words were, were pretty. I imagine him being read by, like, Troy Baker in a a wilting Southern uh, uh, dialect, but then I kind of hate it more because I think that I've been conditioned to hate uh, the sound of Troy Baker's voice at this point in my life. Uh, Uh, No, I'm a Southern man uh, in that I'm from as far North as you can go and still be in the South. (laughs) So uh, clearly I have no animosity there. Um, I just think that uh, Troy Baker needs to... uh, maybe either get some new people in to voice those roles or find some new voices because it's either generic white guy or Southern. Those are the two modes in which we get Troy Baker these days. And I'm sick of it. Also. So he's the Nicolas Cage of voiceover. mm, mm, If only Nicolas Cage could, if only they could switch, switch places now that's something I'm interested in. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that one bit. I, I want to see this.
3: Um, <laughs> new, pitch for a new episode of Adaptation Game. Actors <laughs> taking on other actors' roles and our horrible impressions of what Actor, that looks to,
0: like. actor.
3: Mm, Act- okay. to actor. Okay, I'm interested
0: in this. Switch, switching actors. Uh, we are once again stretching the definition of adaptation, but uh, that's what we do on this show. We, we throw out the rule book and throw in the cool book. Uh, that's the tagline <laughs> for the show. Oh um, cool, cool. Yeah, no! Yeah, no one actually told
3: me what I was supposed to do. I just kind of assumed and uh, showed
0: up. Yeah, that's that's about how Chris and I handle each episode. We don't we don't talk much. We're just like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we did this? Yeah, and then we do it. it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds
0: fine. You no, sometimes it's, it's... sometimes I'll just get like two words from Chris. You'll just be like, poem, game, show, and I say, say no more. um, I'll be
3: be I'm here with the unwarranted confidence of any white man worth his salt (laughs) (laughs) the unearned confidence that Dunning-Kruger effect is strong
0: See, I, I like to break the mold in that I hate myself and everything I do. So it's, uh, I, I, <laughs> I never balance said I out didn't. that white guy energy. A- <laughs> um, speaking of self loathing, why don't we go to the place where it's the most uh, potent? Uh, that being the pitch zone. So uh, we're going to transition now into, oh, well, you can actually hear it uh, being beautifully ed- edited under my voice as I speak, the Pitch Zone theme, as it kind of is singing. You me can't, even me be can't even hear my voice
3: But if I'm not around, I'm probably
2: in the zone. I'm gonna pitch tonight Gonna pitch it right Chris might put up a fight
0: coming back, and it's and it's starting to sound more clear, and, and the, the music is fading out, and you can hear me clearly, and here I am, and here we are in the pitch zone. We have left the blank void known as the Adaptation Lounge, a void we used to fill with items, but uh, uh, we've discovered that each item we put in is crushed by the giant pinball that rolls through the lounge and destroys all it touches, so uh, it seems like a fruitless Sisyphean task at this point. My favorite
3: episode of Goosebumps,
0: by the way. The Pointless Sisyphean Task? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, It's real (laughs) spooky.
3: I mean, I Um, meant the mall that turns into a pinball game, but yours is good too.
0: Okay, yeah, no, I I was thinking of the one where the kid has to roll the boulder up the hill over and over, um, and then it turns out he was the boulder the whole time. Spoiler alert! Um, (laughs) I'm sorry I ruined that one for you guys, but R.L. Stein. nobody can write a twist like R.L. Stein. All right, we're here in the pitch zone, and slowly a hole opens in the middle of the pitch zone, and being risen up ever so gracefully from the center of the arena is our hero, our champion, cloaked in a king's robe with a crown upon his head, Lord Regent of all pitches in the pitchdom, reigning champion, Mr. Christopher Okawa. He throws his crowd into the crowd and somebody catches it, punching someone else to get their hands on it. He throws off his cloak, revealing he's totally nude. Chris, take it over.
1: Welcome to Pitch Evil Times!
2: Turn your mugs over if you like Pepsi! Turn them up if you like Coca-Cola! <laughs>
1: So anyway, uh, as established, I guess I was a bigger sad boy growing up because I loved the poems. <laughs> uh, I love poems and poetry. Uh, um, I was a poet. Uh, I, I really, uh, I like poetry. I, I like verse. I really love lyrics. Um, and uh, so as such, I like a big, long veiny poem and uh (laughs) -hmm. the rhyme i'm listening the The rhyme of the ancient mariner by samuel coleridge circa 1798 uh uh parked that big mac truck right in my little garage when i was in uh when i was in eighth grade i think i was in junior high uh famously known for water water everywhere and uh how the boards did shrink water water everywhere but not a drop to drink um it's a it's a tale it's an epic. Uh, it's in multiple chapters of uh of a young man who uses an, an elaborate uh metaphor of a bride and a bridegroom and uh, it, what being a bridegroom changes throughout and being a, a, a wedding guest changes throughout uh, but ultimately it's about a a ship that's becalmed and then it gets hit by a big storm and you know the wat- they're 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 starving and they're 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 uh dying of thirst and they see just water everywhere and it's that uh, psychological torture that it is to be at sea and thirsty. So, um, uh, another thing I admire about Samuel Coleridge is Samuel Coleridge, Samuel Coleridge was smacked off his ass all the time. The dude was a laudanum and he would smoke opium. Then he would drink, uh, laudanum, which is opium mixed with a distillate alcohol and super, super potent, Uh, It caused, it just melted your organs and it made you fucking crazy. And uh, a story that I really loved uh, when I first started engaging with Coleridge in school is that Coleridge also wrote, uh, the poetic epic Kublai Khan. Uh, look it up, kids. It's a great one. Uh, but Kublai Khan is famous for being an unfinished poem. And it's because uh, like UPS or something knocked on his door and uh, in the middle of one of his uh, his uh, frenzies of writing, he's writing Kublai Khan and he's doing all this stuff and he's drinking Laudanum, he's smoking that opium pipe and he gets a knock on his door and he goes down his little uh, stone tower because this is like medieval times, 17... 17- 98, you know, um, you know, like when, after America was founded. And, uh, so he goes down his little castle <laughs> the turret that he lives in, in my memory in my imagination. And, uh, he answers the door and it was a wrong address. So fate, ha- fate interrupts this, uh, a- a- exhuming of this uh, epic poem Kublai Khan that by uh, you know, amongst uh, literary scholars today is considered one of the greatest epic poems of all time. And had it been finished, it really could have uh, landed him amongst uh, our extolled heroes. And and instead, unfortunately, I think he's sort of um, he is still very famous and very, very well appreciated. Uh, he's I mean, he's white. Let's get real. And uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, he he often gets, you know, included in these conversations of of substance abuse because substance abuse was considered to have held his career back. So all that aside, I wanted to plant that because that comes into the finale of my game. Uh, My game show is Prize of the Ancient Mariner. It's on TBS. It's hosted by Chris Hemsworth at his heart of the sea weight. I will not accept anything (laughs) less. (laughs) He's in a poet sleeve shirt. He's lo- he's on the verge of losing consciousness. He has to be propped up. He has to be just given his one little spritz of water and lemon on the in the commercial breaks. I am very very keen on that because that was an underappreciated body transformation. Was so, that the uh,
0: one where he's uh, he's Herman Melville or something? And it's like yeah, the true story I think of Moby it was Dick. Moby,
1: yeah, there's Moby Dick. Yeah, but Moby Dick and maybe he maybe he's Melville. I don't. No one went to see it, but it's directed by Ron it's Howard. It's true. No one saw it. It's a true story uh, that no one saw. Uh, if a true story falls in the woods, you know what I mean? Um, so uh, so there's... A, I'm going to give you... This show incorporates a sort of mystery voiceover, just booming traditional voiceover uh, that reads the uh, uh, accompanying uh, line from the poem to what the task will be. Uh, and then Chris just very shambles over and and just very meekly mutters into the microphone what will be asked of our contestants. It consists of two... Very elaborate uh, tasks, and then there's a, a, a finale uh, for our, uh, our our board leader. Um, so um, the first uh, task is uh, the wedding guest here beat his breast. Is the quote from the uh, epic poem that I uh, was inspired by, and so we have five contestants, uh, each armed with vintage sock and boppers. Uh, they fight. A uh, bare knuckle uh, sans boxer or, or with boxers, uh, the sock and bop with boppers uh, <laughs> until two two of them I've uh, had enough and they sort of clamber their way over into the four corners of this sort of traditional boxing arena and raise the white flag like they're uh, pirates on the sea or a merchant ship that's been uh, you know sort of becalmed and they need uh, they surrender uh, or uh, they stop moving. But regardless, whatever it takes, three people need to leave this arena. And three people will leave this arena as fast as they can because the next quote inspires the second part of this uh, challenge. Uh, The bridegroom's doors are opened wide. So contestants will each, uh, and and it's three 10-yard planks that are very wobbly over a treacherous wave pool. Um, you don't, because you know what I mean. Like you see pools, like in Wipeout and these other things. We don't see a wave pool. You don't you know, like, well, they could drown. I want us to, <laughs> <laughs> and it's raise salty. The it is salty. So I'm like, I'm like, oh,
2: maybe they'll drown. Maybe <laughs> that's what's lost.
0: missing from Wipeout is that that's there's no really threat of drowning. Threat of someone
1: actually, yeah. I think someone died last month, unfortunately. I do. Want oh to acknowledge no, that. Yeah, it was not related attack. necessarily. To, yeah, it wasn't in, it directly on the course, but yeah, it's unfortunate. Being um, punched in the chest with an oversized glove. Uh, being, being punched glove. in the stomach by a curious uh, attendee of your magic show. Um, so <laughs> so uh, uh, there's three 10-yard uh, planks that lead out over this this tr- uh, uh, just uh, intrepid sea. Uh, and uh, at the beginning of each of the plank entries is a 10-pound uh, a uh, albatross uh, that they can each, uh, hoist, they must each first hoist around their neck to affect their balance. Of course, the albatross, an albatross around your neck, comes from this same poem, because uh, uh, Coleridge's speaker uh, kills uh, an albatross, I think with a crossbow or bow or something, maybe gun, I don't, I don't really give a shit, and, uh, and they were like, don't kill an albatross, it's bad luck, and then the shit starts happening to their ship, and he has to wear the albatross around his neck to seek Penance from his uh, crewmates. So you too will seek penance from our audience. Don your mm. albatross and run across one of our three uh, 10 yard planks. At the end of each of those planks is the door aforementioned behind which only one of them is uh, a uh, little wooden totem. Uh, and the other two are populated with uh, de- uh, Legend of the Forbidden Temple like uh, guards, uh, which mm. are dressed Temple like guards wedding guests. And they will straight up tackle you like NFL players into that water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They have vests. You do not. You do the math. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and they have older brother instincts. I'll just leave it at that. And uh, (laughs) they're going to tackle you and take you to Davy Jones' locker. One of you will walk out with a wooden totem. The person with a wooden totem makes it on to the water, water, everywhere challenge. All three ultimately do if they survive, if one of them dies. Um, we sort of just pull a random person from the audience, whoever seems the most enthusiastic. Um, so <laughs> the last one standing from the bridegroom doors bit uh, gets the uh, they, there's three. It's revealed. There are uh, little like catwalks that lead you down or little like uh, crow's nest uh, ladders that lead you down to three uh, separate, maybe by 20 yards a piece. It's a triangle, but 20 yards uh, separating each of these. Uh, uh, wooden planks, and they're two foot by two foot. But the person that has the wooden totem has a four foot by four foot plank. Uh, and you Ooh. hear the the voiceover says, um, they so uh, it starts raining. It starts raining, and it's like kind of like oh, it's rain thing. They're gonna get slippery. Uh, and the other two losers stand on the two foot by two foots. Uh, and the VO says, water, water everywhere, and all the boards did shrink. Water, water everywhere, nor any drop to drink. And then we start to notice these boards are water-soluble. This person on the biggest board having an advantage because their board from the outside in because it's based on density. You know, we have scientists on this. We're very serious about it. Mm-hmm. We want these boards to sort of melt slowly like a tablet all the way to the center. Uh, and But at the same time, these boards are also converging to the center and getting closer to each other. And each of these contestants is armed with... a a long staff or like one of those big like batons that you see on uh, on uh, American Gladiator and so whoever is able to retain their footing the longest goes on to the final the other two um, I mean hopefully drown in the water below and uh, so the final in the final, the winner has to first, uh, with maybe Chris Hemsworth's urging, uh, I, I I don't know what, uh, they drink a full tankard of laudanum, a mixture of opium and distillate spirits known to send one to the spirit realm. And then they have to sort of decode the following phrases into common speech in a way that Chris Hemsworth can understand, which I think we can all agree is quite the undertaking. Here are a few samples of quotes. Oh, shrieve me shrieve me holy man and and they'll have to put it into plain terms that chris can understand and then our literary scholar who's up in sort of like the banker's box of like uh maybe deal or no deal has to give him a thumbs up or a thumbs down uh and maybe he's from webster's i don't know what partnerships we can garner Um, with this
0: a question uh just just for clarity's sake here how intoxicated is chris hemsworth at this point of the show He's just riding on low ATP. His his okay. DNA is
1: melting from
0: being malnourished. And he's so just trying to an, keep it together. It adds an additional uh challenge to to this segment.
1: Oh, for sure. He's not sure where what's right and left at this point. And so then the, the next line, another sample line is, but in the garden bower, the bride and bridesmaids singing are. And then he'll be like, Well, 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 who's the bridesmaids and who's the the broad in the story and while they're singing and you have to sort of answer him and i don't I is do that is right. that chris hebsworth I, I, maybe probably not uh,
0: uh, okay
1: <laughs> and lastly uh, a sample uh, my, my last sample chris
0: Hemsworth is, it is it is beatles biopic <laughs> yes
1: my my last sample is the mariner whose eye is bright whose beard with age is whore H-O-A-R, but it's verbally presented, so they don't know. And maybe we're going to get a fun little sort of whose line is it anyway? Maybe a little kids' darnest things description mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. about a slutty beard. And uh, should someone be able to land all three of those, or any three? I'm not really attached to that. The young Chris Hemsworth will toddle over and saunter over with his last life's blood uh, to pull down a-, a lever that will release the prices light right prize box. And it's always—it is always this— Uh, A Bermuda destination wedding uh, wherein uh, most of your wedding guests will have a similar experience as the speaker of the rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. And that's my game show, The Prize of
0: the Ancient Mariner. Chris, if I may, um, and this is going to seem a lot like a... Those in glass houses should not cast stones. situation. Yeah. But if you'll allow me to cast a stone. Please do. It's it does read a little bit like you really just want to see someone drown and that you've created a convoluted series of events <laughs> in order to create a situation in which you could watch strangers. <laughs> drown. On, on national TV. Uh, oh my God! I get God. the feeling like that was your objective here. <laughs> so it's going to
3: end up being a one-episode season. Um, oh my God!
0: The Congress, the banker, congressional hearings the, about how this got on the FCC. Uh, the banker in the box is Chris Okawa just sitting with it with a blank expression on his face as he watches the life drain from people's eyes, and he just whispers,
3: "Perfect." <laughs> yes, and and you can't forget he has mochi on the right arm. Yes, he's very, exactly. His his his, his office that smells of leather and rich mahogany yeah. <laughs> Many slowly strokes rebels. his, his <laughs> Russian something or other cat. <clears throat> Scottish, whole, or Scottish. Scottish. Oh, okay. Oh, Perfect. Close enough. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. No, I mean, obviously I'm on board with all of this. Um, I mean, this is right up my, uh, my alley. Uh, I will say this. If we're talking about actors to host this show and we're talking about uh, Mariner actors – it is a great disservice to not get uh, Willem Dafoe in Ooh. lighthouse mode to be your host. I mean, Ooh. he embodies the sea. He is the physical embodiment of the sea in that His film. face looks like
1: the Mariana Trench. So I think that yeah, we're exactly. right on. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs>
0: craggy and deep. Exactly correct. Uh, yes. And I think... I think we shouldn't give him a script either. I think you should just say, <laughs> Willem, say whatever you like. We'll keep the cameras on you for a minute and a half, and you just you go for we it. Just, we just pull the he, curtain, and Willem turns
1: known... over... around. <laughs> what were you going to say, Taylor? Sorry. sorry. He, he is known for his improv. Uh... <clears throat> we just well... pull the curtains, and he turns around, and he's like, holy fuck. I guess we have two pedophiles behind a door, and uh, I'm not supposed to tell him that? It's supposed <laughs> to be a surprise. Well, uh, Dude, avoid the sea or else, uh, maybe you'll drown.
0: That's probably a lot more coherent than it's really good. We're we're gonna get him hammered backstage. We're gonna get him hammered. <laughs> we're gonna slap a fake beard on him so that as soon as the curtains open, he's just, uh, when the sea comes rushing up at you and you find yourself staring down at the barrels of David Jones's locker, and we'll just let him go. For like a minute and then it's like I "Eh, love that cut 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 to the first event so audiences will be confused but it's like the experience of being at sea it is disorienting and I think it that would be a perfect I mean the promo writes
1: itself right for NBC or TBS whatever whatever have you uh he uh is uh just like sort of rambling on for a good 10-15 minutes uh and we just cut from that a random like 90 seconds and so you just see uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Coming up on MBC, the new hit game show, Prize of the Ancient Mariner, hosted by your favorite, Willem Dafoe. The sea was angry that day, my friends, and I told her as she robed, and then it cuts to the neck <laughs> oh.
0: and uh his eyes are just bloodshot and you just have him stand on a rainy dock for all those shoots uh you just film him standing on a rainy dock in like a trench coat and with a with a corncob pipe in his mouth and uh you just film whatever comes out you get the whole season in one day he has no idea what show he's even on
1: no he still thinks he's in grand budapest hotel
0: <laughs> so i love that i think that's all great um i think it's great tv right there i think you could probably make the challenges a little bit harder um okay you know for the for the planks i think maybe some swinging blades Holy uh, shit. kind of oh, going God. back and forth oh. I, all right it's swinging foam whatever you know something going <laughs> back and forth to uh you know uh make it make it extra clear also the material now you say it's water soluble And uh, it's also constantly getting soaked over the course of this event. It doesn't feel like there's going to be a ton of structural integrity there, uh, particularly towards the middle of these beams. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's probably not going to be a very long event. No, Um, no, it's
1: it's designed to last. I mean, it's very rare they even get within swinging distance.
0: How many how many winners do you think per season you're going to get on this show? I think Does anyone get... actually win this game show? I don't think anyone <laughs> who participates wins. I mean, two survive
1: a season, but then they, years later, reflect on their experience and are like, but did I win? Did I <laughs> win, Jonathan? And Jonathan, their new uh, Bermudan husband, turns to them like, me think cinnamon is the
0: winner, man. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You know? If that's if that's the kind of relationship you imagine building in Bermuda afterwards, then then I respect that. I do think it's interesting that uh the prize is a Bermudan wedding. Yeah. Uh, but apparently in the scenario that you've crafted, they were not planning on getting married before going on the game show. Uh no. they were just given a husband by the game show.
1: So it's a Bermudan destination wedding and the and they get to the destination and they have just uh they have a short amount of time to to find Love, oh, so it's a second game show in a sense. I mean, it could, I mean, it, you could. This is, I mean, as the executive at the st- at the network, these are
0: your words, not mine, Jonathan. Okay, well, you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually interested in this, this, this double pitch that is formed. Uh, you know, survive the ship and then find love in the Bermuda Triangle. Survive the son of a bitch. Shipping oh. and shipping, a new show on NBC. Shipping and shipping. All right, we. D- all right, green light, green light. Oh uh, yes! C- call call the Watchers of Ooh or wh- whatever those guys are uh, that that give the Green Lantern his orders. Uh, that's, this is getting the green light through and through. Uh, Taylor, where do you stand? Uh, you, you got potential, kid. There's
3: there's there's something here. Okay. What I'd like to see the tweaks I'd like to see. We keep the wave pool. That's okay. Fine. Good. 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 But we do a little bit of a crossover with the floor is lava. Okay, so we have some okay. water jets. Oh, hang on, you know, some red, some some nice. red water, right? Okay. Uh, got some, okay. some water jets uh, going off. Um, but also, we have some kind of magma monsters reaching at them as they're going across the oh. plains. Oh, yeah. I am so uh, into this. Adding adding some more Legends of the Hidden Temple esque instead of yes. just a dude in a in a suit coming to tackle you, uh, <laughs> dressed like, as a, like you a slept with yet. a sister. Uh, <laughs> you. <laughs> You you have these these men and they're just in the same Aztec costumes. We just go to Nickelodeon's costume ah. department and we raid it, and they're in those coming out of the lava. Uh, there's a lot costumes. of costumes. Right, right, right. There's a lot of appropriation going on here. We might as well go full bore, okay? Uh, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. those are coming up at
1: you, um, and I think uh, uh, so. It's a live albatross, correct? Oh, <laughs> um, do you – can you? Uh, Charlie from Child Handling and Animal Services. Can you promise me we can get three uh, albatrosses a
0: show? Can you uh, make that up? Well, uh, the thing is, uh, we've already gone into production on the show. And uh, I was told in the poem that the albatross is killed. So I've mm. been mm. murdering albatrosses <laughs> all day. Oh, Charlie. To be a. a <laughs> Pile of dead albatross, which I was ready to preserve, and taxidermy, oh. so that we could uh, hang them around people's oh. necks. Uh, I, I would offer to get another albatross, but at this point, I, I think that genetically encoded to fear me. Uh, oh, that's
3: uh, uh, see that 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 throws a wrench in my works here. Uh, you know, that's a, that's an interesting. Uh, 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 here's the problem. Here's 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 where my main problem with this is. I have no fucking clue what any of this poetry is. Zero idea. What? So <laughs> So you say albatross. I'm thinking that bitch is alive. Okay? That's I'm, fair And I'm ready for it. So I'm coming into this blind, alright? This is the strangest blind date I've ever been on. Uh that's not true. Um so okay, so albatross is a dead. That's fine. What's what remind me of the last obstacle just quickly.
1: Uh, so there's the Albatross, you go over a plank, uh, and if you survive the plank, then you get to go into the questions. So, in my opinion, the last uh, obstacle is surviving a tankard of laudanum. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
3: Now, how about dying? Uh, uh, so, so, for the tankard of laudanum, I don't know why I keep pulling ideas from my own game show to yeah. end- inject into yours, but uh, we can share. Uh, how about a Harry Potter esque? Oh, poison uh, scenario. You know, it's Chamber oh, the of little, Secrets. Yeah, uh, like uh, uh,
1: you must drink every drop no matter well, how much I beg.
3: Oh, no, I wasn't going there. I wasn't talking about suicide. <laughs> uh, I mean, in the in not in the Chamber of Secrets, uh, Philosopher's Stone, what, the riddle where he has the, the you know, he has to solve the riddle about which cup is OK to drink to go on and which cup is poison. Ah. Um, but we just put laudanum in all of them. Just Varying degrees of, yeah, of different intensities, different,
1: yeah, potencies, yeah, right,
3: right. And we we just steal
1: the, the J.K. Rowling poem from, from the, you know whoever wrote Harry Potter's thing. Um, yeah, yeah I'm would, not familiar would,
0: with J.K. Rowling, I'm unfamiliar, oh,
1: really. Uh, but
3: uh, it's a name I made up right now. It, it it's seems, it sounds it seems it sounds a little angry. insensitive, though. <laughs> it yeah, sounds it like, sounds. It's. It sounds a little unaccepting. You sounds know? misguided.
1: Yeah. Sounds like it just doesn't want to sell books anymore. It sounds like um, it was so
3: close and yet so far.
1: <laughs> and in the so end, we, it, it doesn't even matter. So we I apologize. Four, so we have four goblets that are are marked with copyrighted Warner Brothers insignia for Harry Potter, and they drink the laudanum. Is that what you were was saying? Was that
0: in? Har- I thought that was. That's, it sounds like you're describing the end of the Last Crusade. Where he has to yes. solve the riddle and just determine which cup uh, to drink. Nothing,
1: nothing is nothing is original anymore. Okay, uh-huh. so last Certainly. crusade. So we have a we have a ghost night at the end of
0: the game. Ooh, okay. And now nah, I like this.
1: He wishes to okay. fight for honor, but he's too weak by time. Time has weakened him, and he says there's one of these cups that is poison. No, one of these is not poison, uh, but they're all by. modern medicine definition poison they're filled to the Mm -hmm, brim with mm -hmm. laudanum and that's Mm -hmm. just a flavor sort of set piece i like that idea
0: Mm -hmm. i mean the test is the test is ultimately can you not can you determine which is is the one to drink it's can you survive its contents um so you know perhaps you're just giving them kind of a leg up giving them the option to think that maybe what they're drinking is not poisonous you know maybe the positive mindset will assist with the digestion Mm. um yeah i mean i think that it sounds to me like chris you've taken this this beautiful ancient poem and you've done a wonderful job of bringing it to life through the memes of magma monsters and ghost nights which i think uh, that's supported by the text um, i mean
1: I, I, we know that those were in the room with samuel after a couple <laughs> tankards of this laudanum let's
0: get real <laughs> yeah you're well, maybe that's why experience. he drank the laudanum yeah that's what true. it is to be the man yeah uh, so uh taylor uh what what light are you giving this pitch
3: i'm a i i i want to give you a strong orange light because as mm, you'll the hear orange light later, of avaris
0: uh, uh, you, there was,
3: you stumbled across something accidentally that I had put into my own pitch and I am mad at you for ruining the surprise, even though I'm not telling you what the fuck it is, but, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and green light it mostly cause I want to see lava people try to murder bitches.
0: Well, Chris, there you have it. A uh, double green lights, uh, for your, uh, horrific contest of despair. Uh, I, I applaud you, my friend. And oh, what's this? Suddenly, our champion is struck over the back of the head with a folding chair huh! as stepping into the ring is everyone's favorite heel, Taylor Hudson, dressed head to toe in bear, bear skin as he roars at the audience and all of his faithful fans roar right back. And he walks up, takes the mic from Chris Okawa's unconscious body and begins to speak his pitch Mr. Taylor Hudson take it away the pitch floor is yours
3: thank you my turn bitch i do not know why i decided to be russian at this point all good um, heels are russian i would like to first of all say uh, that it is a motto of mine to underprepare and overdeliver mm. now you 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 might have heard of under promise and overdeliver no 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 i underprepare and overdeliver so with my uh Two days of preparation time and 30 minutes of actual preparation. Here we fucking go. Mm. What poet, what poem do you think of? Does the average everyday white-blooded American male think of when they think of poetry? What is the one poem those motherfuckers know?
0: Um,
3: I'll tell you. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that was the response you were looking for, for sure. <laughs> the both of us. <laughs> oh God, where did I put it? I have to. Ah, oh, so many goddamn. Here we, it is. It's the road not taken by Robert Frost. Okay, mm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, 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 just a wonderful work, of very confusing art uh, that many people take to mean that he took the less traveled road, and so it's better off for it. When the hidden meaning is that he probably should have just taken the fucking paved road. Uh, but let mm. me let me just do <laughs> you a favor. I'm going to do my best, Troy Baker in a slightly Ooh. Southern accent, reading this poem for you. Uh, Cause I would like to deliver, you know, it's, it's a callback.
0: <clears throat> uh, wait, Troy Baker, just real quick.
3: Troy Baker, Batman. Is he Troy Baker, Batman? Is that the, uh, no,
0: he, no, in, 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 no he's, uh, he's a um, uh, Joel in the last of us. That's Troy Baker. Um, and uh, I think he isn't, so, he's, he's in Arkham Knight. He plays uh, uh, the, the, the Arkham Joker? Knight. No, he's the Arkham Knight
3: i don't i don't remember uh video games it's fine i
0: (laughs) i had covid i don't remember anything he's kanji Um, in persona four does that help it does not so i'm just you knew that wouldn't help you mean spirited -spirited forest
1: wizard
3: (laughs) so instead i'm just gonna read this in my best narration voice oh i should probably pull up the poem uh (laughs) <laughs> what were you, you gonna read <laughs> what were you gonna fucking read like that, the, was, uh, that was my grocery list That was. Uh, you could have read anything and we would have been fooled <laughs> no one knows this poem they think they know I, I just need to say two roads diverged in yellow wood recite my grocery list and then mm. and say I took the one less travel by and that made all the difference and and you, you'd go yeah that sounds about right I'm pretty sure that's sure. what the poem was <clears throat> so let me just remind uh, everyone what this actually sounds like two roads diverged in a yellow wood and sorry i could not travel both and be one traveler long i stood and looked down one as far as i could to where it bent in the undergrowth then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear though as for the passing there had worn them really about the same and both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black oh i kept the first for another day yet knowing how way leads on to way i doubted if ever i should come back i messed that up who cares i shall be telling this with a sigh somewhere ages and ages hence two roads diverged in a wood and i i took the one less traveled by and that has made all the difference and so clap, clap, when clap, i was clap, informed clap, 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 clap. thank you i don't uh, uh so when i was informed of this this the, the the thesis of tonight's uh, <laughs> entertainment i uh, immediately thought of this poem and immediately thought of a survivor-esque game show so here's the thing it's called yellow wood for no good reason other than i wanted to be called yellow wood and to have some deep voiced announcer say this thursday on yellow wood and be all dramatic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's, here's here's where we are. Picture this. We're on a horseshoe-shaped island. This will become apparently apparent why this is important. We have six competitors, all starting at separate points. And what it is, is, is this island is really a maze. And what happens is, as they go through, they will come to a fork. And they have to decide which way to go. And there will be challenges at every fork that help them decide that, that that give them clues as to which way, which road is going to help them get to the prize faster. Mm-hmm. Um, oh by by the way, did I mention that for no good reason at all? This game show is hosted by RuPaul.
0: Okay, um, that's. I feel like there's a lot of good reasons for that. Yeah, charismatic um, individual. Right. Uh, it's he. It, RuPaul is the least
3: problematic. Uh, game show host i could think of uh because mm. there's we, we've been having some rough ones lately um or they're dead and so <laughs> that too yeah um i didn't want bob barker at 98 years old just <laughs> groping <laughs> women in the forest oh uh, no <laughs> too 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 much uh and so so all of the challenges right that we come to our competitors come to in these forks in the woods are all themed based on other frost poems that we all of course know so well um uh and in my copious amounts of research i came across uh, a page of quotes from his different poems that i perused very briefly to find uh uh, what challenges we would partake in and so this is where i I started giving you ideas because this is a, a a multiple apples on this tree right the, the production quality. Mm-hmm. Let's also put it this way: production quality isn't great. All right, oh, okay. it's it's not <laughs> it's the best. We're on we're on a real island, but the, the production quality is a little. She so spent the right? whole budget
0: getting is, the island. And right. did, you I, don't did I did I mention much
3: left over? Yeah. D- did I mention that this game show is is hosted on ESPN eight the ocho. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, because it is, and so you come to at, the tree, at, and you at one a.m. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, right before the girls gone wild. Uh, no, uh, in Im- <laughs> the infomercials. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, no. uh, that that we all we all know that we all stayed up to watch those some nights, and so and uh, so it, I, I, we end up with this Harry Potter riddle uh, of which apple is going to have the necessary thing there's going to be like a key or something hidden inside it you know it's going to be a real apple we're just going to haphazardly shove something in there uh they're all this is. they're all going to get little little containers that have scrolls with clues that tell mm. them which way to go and only one of the apples is going to give them a good clue the rest are going to tell them to go the wrong way so they go and they're racing through this forest right continually. And then just for fun, we're going to have men in Aztec warrior uniforms jump yes. out of the forest. Okay. Good. All, right, all right. I'm listening. Here are. Um, now it's just a game show and uh, and chase <laughs> them like Temple Run. Um, okay. Yeah. Nice yeah, twist uh, with some obstacles. Uh, and as so they work in the close rapport trust. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm going based on the poem in my own disturbed mind. Uh, so as we're running Closer and closer to the center of this forest, the the challenges get more and more difficult. Uh, uh, I I have not decided what those challenges are and I'm sure you'll have some ideas that you'll love to share. Uh, And then, once the first person to get through out of the middle of this forest comes across a bay. And this is where the Horseshoe Island takes, takes its importance. There's this beautiful bay, there's a lovely cabana, a few of them. And the prize of winning this game of being the first person to get through the forest of getting out of Yellowwood is you are now on Love Island, and you are you are the Bachelor in Paradise, and there are twenty beautiful women there, and you are now looking for love, hosted once again by RuPaul. Okay, that is your prize, and you spend so the next six weeks in this tropical paradise, in a very bachelor
0: setting. So is it, are you literally a contestant on Love Island? Is this like a backdoor? Is is this a situation where like the ratings of Love Island have been kind of shaky lately? People aren't really tuning in. so, So the producers are looking for a way to trick people into watching Love Island and to trick contestants into being a part of Love Island? Is that what this is? Because if so, I'm very interested.
3: Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, Bob. I, I actually don't know the premise of Love Island. I just assume it's some kind of love show on an island.
0: Yeah, that's about that about sums it up.
3: You know, so so this I'll is, just say yes, yes.
0: This is uh, Charlie from Convoluted.
1: Yeah, um, Love Island is a very uh, complex and and uh, and uh, kind of convoluted show. Is why it comes across our our desk quite often. Sometimes it's okay, about okay. cheating on your partner. Sometimes it's about finding love um very rarely is it extricated from the sexual act though so if if folks are, are planning on engaging and partaking are there uh are there uh, do the cabanas uh, seal shot or is there or are we going to see some arrests for public lewdness? uh
3: i mean it's on a private island so thank you first of all for for your question i appreciate of it of course, uh, course across, what across, was your across, name tra- Ch- Ch- charlie Chase? charlie
1: tra- from convoluted chuck. yeah Char- charlie i'll, I'll yeah. call you chuck uh thank so, you
3: yeah uh you're welcome Uh, is he the one I asked for my latte? Is that how this works? No, no, that was, uh, that was uh, Chase from Chai. That was Chase from Chai. Can can you go get, get,
0: be a, be a good, good, be a good man and go get me a latte. So, um. The death rate in here is so high. We don't need to encourage, (laughs) you don't need to make these people's lives any worse than they already are. (laughs) I'm, you gave me this power. You're not allowed to take it away, (laughs) sir.
3: Um. So so yeah so uh, it's it's I'm thinking more like Bachelor in Paradise right it's a private island mm-hmm. so they they there's no public indecency laws right we, they can do whatever they want whatever they feel comfortable with and perhaps we just for fun throw a few you know aspiring and actresses and sorry <laughs> I just, I have
1: uh, I sorry I have Tourette's I also, that's also part of my thing.
3: Surprisingly, every overhead shot of the island that's actually what the bay is shaped like is a penis. Uh, and it's actually two bays because those are the testicles and the little mm. rivulets coming, the hairy, you know, that the, the little sure, rivers yeah, coming in. everyone yeah. in
1: my mouth. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I didn't think how much love? have episode? you had, Chris. <laughs> I didn't think we'd get to an episode where I'm the normal one, and I'm the one being <laughs> like, "Guys, let's stay on topic." Oh no! This is getting a little. Me. This is getting a little
3: risque. No, Chris and I get together, and it's a, it's a problem.
0: <laughs> it's so a problem. I, I, I want to jump back here for a minute to these yeah. challenges that mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. contestants have to face uh, before they can make their way into being a contestant on Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, which is basically the prize of the show, as I see it. Yeah. So these challenges are all themed after other Robert Frost works. So yes. if, if 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 I may pitch in the pitch zone, um, pitch away. When I think Robert Frost, the first poem that comes to mind for me is the um, the one about the the baby deer that feels rain for the first time and like gets all scared. And then the mom's like, no, 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 it's just rain. And then the uh, de- the deer's like, Ooh, this is actually okay. I like this. So if there's funny. a way, uh, that's Bambi, uh, uh, uh let's, uh, <laughs> uh, who, who stole from who, who can say, uh, but, Walt uh, Disney uh, stole, but anyway, continue. If there's a way we can incorporate that into okay. these challenges, whether it be through having to fight your way through a stampede of baby deer or, Or perhaps uh, if there's a way we can recreate the experience of feeling rain for the first time, but for an adult human being, like perhaps they're sensory deprived of uh, sight and uh, hearing and then they're just sort of wandering in a dark maze and then it just starts raining on them. Uh, You know, something like that. Sort of like that 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 show lights out where you have to wander around in the dark. Yeah. Um, Something like that. Uh, An experience like that, I think I think could be very evocative of Frost. Oh,
3: so we could do uh, uh, when they're in the forest getting chased by half naked Aztec warriors um, when they get captured, they get put under and then they wake up in a uh, sensory deprivation tank. Okay. Oh. Just completely pitch black,
1: and we have a night vision like camera a, in there. Like a cave, maybe.
0: It's just like a it's just like a tube with water that you lay in.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sounds nice. Yeah, well, we can put it in a cave. I'm sure there's a nice. cave somewhere. Nice. Let's do that yeah. just for the yeah. cameras for the establishing yeah. shot. Yeah. Right.
3: Uh, well, it'll be a green screen. It's fine. Uh, and then they can have some light misting, and that we can have some kind of. Uh, hmm. Um. So this is like a. This Boys is like an
0: alien alien encounter experience, like like mm-hmm. the Disney mm-hmm. ride <laughs> when wind yeah. <laughs> periodically gets gets squirted with water, um, yeah. and then the it's the, uh, the experience. other experience, the other Robert Frost poem that I think mm-hmm. of is there's one about like a the fence that separates his house from his neighbor, and it's like an old fence. I don't even remember what happens. Uh, but can we do something they, with oh. that? Uh, don't ever take a fence
3: down until you know why it was put up. Is that, is that a quote from that particular poem?
1: I think that's a quote from Home Improvement, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Wilson that's is true. A... That's uh, uh, that's what Wilson said. Um, so some, yeah, something can... about like you. there's like a small stone fence and, um, you know, maybe there's something buried by the fence uh, is a little maybe, a uh, of illusion uh, maybe a to of... Shawshank.
1: Yeah, I was gonna mm. say about the money <laughs> for his friend to meet him. I'd like to. Um, this is this is Laura Lie
2: from Literary. Um, I am a big Frost fan, so uh, uh-huh, Frost uh-huh. fingers up.
1: And she pulls out two big, blue, bright blue foam fingers that say Frost fingers. Oh, okay. Um, and it says Frost along the index. Uh, well,
2: uh, I'd like to say that um, my favorite one is the one about the child that gets sawed in half at the at the sawmill called <laughs> Out Out. And um, it's the... about a child who, um, look it up in your own time, it's a real Robert Frost. It's the only one I oh know outside God. of two roads Diverged in a wood. Uh, made me fall in love with them. And uh, is there like a giant saw blade that can come out of the ground and chase them around?
3: I think, I think we can work that into the, uh, uh,
0: the Temple Run-esque, uh, yeah, sort of like, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like the world is not enough, uh, when there's that giant helicopter that drops all the saw blades on him, uh, a scene like that, where he's, he's running from all the, you guys remember that scene in The World's Not Enough, he's gotta I'm run from all the saw blades, is
2: that a, is that a motion picture?
0: Yes, uh, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, and well, that goes uh, out of the purview of literary, <laughs> doesn't it,
2: Matthew? Uh, a little bit outside of my uh, expectations. Well, I, maybe I, Chris I, would know that.
0: Mm, okay, all right, sure. Well, either way, it is a scene in that movie, and uh, I think that if we could get one of those helicopters, like they had, that is designed for some reason specifically to drop saw blades, then. Um, I think that would be really helpful for this. I know this. This clearly there's there's a real budgetary problem with this this game show so much so that it has to become a different show about halfway through no, each episode.
3: Actually, surprisingly, uh, uh, and maybe this gets thrown in as well. One of my favorite literary works from the same time I discovered Frost, uh, aka was forced to read Frost, uh, was that uh, uh, the. the uh, was it the most dangerous game where that billionaire captures people is and that puts girl them on this oh, island? Isn't it? Yeah. And, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think so. Uh, no, no crows in this bitch. Uh, <laughs> no, no in this bitch. Uh, <laughs> ravens, I suppose. Um, also, r- real quick, qu- uh, hey Lorelai, <coughs> can I ask you a question?
2: Yeah, yeah, you can ask me anything, Daddy. <laughs> uh,
0: that's. <laughs> Jeez, come on. Come on, Lorelai. Ooh, We've had a talk with Human I'm sorry, Resources about this. I'm sorry.
2: This. We just uh, had the meeting about it. I thought I could slip I it under you the just, door, so to speak.
0: You just talked oh to Hannah God. from Human
3: Resources about this, and I. Uh, anyway, Lorelai. Um, did you say "Out, Out" was your favorite poem by Frost? Yeah,
2: probably. Yeah, probably.
3: Because uh, I just, I, I just read the last half of it, and. um you're a disturbed individual this is really the horror thing it's a
2: beautiful juxtaposition between youth and uh, mortality I thought boy gets cut I, he gets son in, in half yes he gets sawn in half yes
3: uh, well I, technically his hands get cut gets cut off uh, I believe here uh just, but um also but is we've lost half the plot
0: of the worth of um, a
2: man in his
0: <laughs> okay all right Lorelai, uh, we know your feelings about men. All right, we've had this talk. Chris, please get her away from the microphone. Lord,
1: get the fuck out of here. you Lorelei. Oh, my if, God. I, Dishonorable I need, Discharge has different meaning when uh, it comes to Lorelei. Oh, dear God. I don't think Matt was ready for the chaos
0: of
3: this. Uh, no, You know, to, I, to, I noticed... Ordering.
0: I noticed before we started recording that there was the smell of just like open tankards of uh, all sorts <laughs> of concoctions, whether it be this spirits and opioid uh, concoction you described earlier, also just some some blood wine, uh, some Andorian ale, uh, just really just disgusting stuff uh, just swirling all over. So it's clear yeah. that everyone is intoxicated, and I have to be the voice of reason here. Chris, uh, uh, what do you – think about this pitch what is your light preferences
1: Um, i give it two different lights as it's uh in my opinion two different portions of a show i would say that the first portion of the show gets two green lights so it's double green wow double double green green. double green on the woods part the good hunger games bits um Mm -hmm. and the second part i i just we just gotta i think we should just really expand the first part because the second part we have enough rue. I mean, rue is in the first part, and also rue is just so so prolific. Uh, I, I think I think we should really expand the first part because that's where the money is. You I mean, you have blades, oh. you have ladies, you have yellow. You know, you have if it. If I all. may interject, if I of, may interject, of course, yes. I,
3: I forgot to mention the 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 impetus for having the second part is that so many of Frost's poems were about love and being lonely mm. that I thought it'd be a nice a nice juxtaposition of you know a, a central theme at the center of the island you know i thought that was fairly poetic it is, in and of as
0: itself freud would say it is both uh, eros and thanatos it is the 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 death drive and the life drive that that fuels this show uh and i think that that is that is a beautiful uh yin and yang coexistence uh thing you have going on there and um I can see why Chris was so enthusiastic to give it both, uh, uh, give it a double green light, both the Hal Jordan and the Guy Gardner. Um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to give it, a, I'm going to give it a Sinestro. I'm going to give it a yellow light, a, ca- a cautious, yeah. fearful yellow light, specifically because um, even in our hypothetical blue sky scenario, you have crafted a world where there's constant budgetary problems. Uh, wow. Which um, does give me some pause, uh, as the network is hemorrhaging money right now. We're, we just bought this. We just bought this show about sailors getting drunk and and fighting each other on a big ship and and falling into water and drowning. For this this man who he was sweating a lot when he pitched to us that he wanted to do a show about people drowning. He seemed really excited about that prospect uh so we spent a lot of money on that and a lot of money on the insurance for that so we're gonna have to give this a cautious yellow light but unfortunately my cautious yellow light is canceled out by uh chris's double green light so uh it is you are getting the full the full green the full monty uh this is going to air (laughs)
3: did i did i not mention that uh uh the the progenitor of this idea and the the executive producer would be a mysteriously now billionaire because of bitcoin tommy wiseau
0: Okay. mm Hmm. Yeah. This Which seems, explains this, a lot when you really think about it. Uh, it sounds like he, we're probably gonna have to do some retooling then before it comes gets to air. He's gonna he's gonna force his way into host. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's that's gonna want to. That's an and inevitability. He's gonna
1: insist that the first contestant's name is Mark, and we know where that's going. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I, um, you you know, but I'm not
3: I, opposed. I, I I propose to be fair. I propose, uh, uh, we wine and dine him, convince him to. Uh, fully to the season beforehand with a generous uh, uh funding and then he's actually the first contestant on Chris's game show and gets uh uh eaten during the albatross challenge or, by, or dies by, <laughs> uh, it drowns by an in albatross? the waves <laughs> the the, and the revenge i uh, like to see is, that this is this is al over in uh, animal Jeez. handling and uh we got a flock of something coming out here it looks like a bunch of fucking angry albatross they are uh, not they've, happy.
0: They've they've come for revenge. It's all over. It's all over for our uh, child and animal handling department. Uh, well, well, we l- allow the albatross to devour um, our uh, co-conspirators in this project. Uh, oh, what's this? <gasps> the lights in the in in the arena have suddenly been cut out. It is pitch black until. A spotlight appears at the end of the entryway, shining a light on. Oh no! It suddenly boos are echoing from the crowd. Boo! Boo! Boo. As, as rubbing no. himself with money is. <laughs> The suited uh, uh, owner of the pitch zone, everyone's Whoa. least favorite, as he Whoa. as he parades down the walkway, rubbing himself with money. It is, of course, <laughs> Mr. Matthew Shot himself, <laughs> rubbing himself with money. Good God! And I take the mic, and I say, "This is my pitch zone. <laughs> I hold it, and I'll treat it as I please." And everyone goes, "Boo!" <laughs> uh, so. In looking at the poetry available to me, I uh, immediately wanted to do uh, uh, something by Dante. I was hoping I would get to do the Divine Comedy, but unfortunately, the uh, time uh, we, we were given very specific timeline to work within, and Dante does not uh, fall within that purview. So I decided to go outside my comfort zone and do a little bit of reading about poems and poets and I discovered a a little poet by the name of Lord Byron. Mm. Now, I would love to tell you all about Lord Byron, but I know absolutely nothing about him other than apparently he was a lord and his name was Byron. And he Mm. wrote an epic poem that inspired my game show which is called The Real Don Juan. Ah. inspired, of course, by Don Juan, his epic poem about the notorious Spanish lover.
1: Letharia.
0: So, so here's how this show works. Contestants, once chosen, are flown around the world. It's sort of a globetrotting show a la The Amazing Race. Okay, okay. okay. And they are dropped into a small town. Where they are given a small amount of money to spend of local currency and a hotel room that they have for one year. And their objective is to end as many marriages as possible <laughs> in this small town over the course of one year. So of- Good Year!
1: This poor town.
0: So there's a lot of ways you can you can go about this. Some people are going to play strategically by spending some time trying to learn the language, but a new language is difficult and this risks valuable seduction time. So that might not necessarily be the best play. So there's some rules to this show. You get one point for each marriage that you ruin and the person at the with the person at the end of the year with the most points is awarded the is he's made the winner. Uh, However, one must play carefully as the greater number of lovers that you take, the greater your chances of being caught by angry husbands and wives and either being killed or sold into slavery, which uh, repeatedly happens to uh, Tan Juan over the course of the poem. So uh, the winner is given his own uh, private sex mansion. Uh, uh, is a private mansion out in the middle of the wilderness as his own personal sex palace, but with a twist. See, this is also a double show. The sex palace, the address of the sex palace is given to all of the husbands and wives that have been cuckolded over the course of the past year, and the winner must then defend intruders, defend against intruders in the show's sequel series, can Don Juan defend his sex palace, which will ah. air immediately after the real <laughs> Don Juan? So it's a it's a globe trotting game of seduction. Uh, you know, you have to play strategically. You have to one. ingratiate yourself into these communities You know, you have to be a a well-known figure, but not well-known enough to where there's going to be a lot of gossip about you. It's a very delicate game of social manipulation in order to ruin the marriages of these of these locals. Uh, You know, it's not just a simple matter of like knocking on a door and being like, "Hey, want to fuck?" Because like you have to finesse the situation. You know, you have to earn the trust of these husbands and wives in order to get into their homes and eventually into their beds. So I imagine the high scores probably won't be an, end up being that high. And then, you know, it becomes it becomes a game of, you know, making sure that both you aren't caught by the husband, but also that your presence in this affair Causes so much turmoil and so much strife that the marriage is ended. Because points are only awarded if the marriage is ended. You don't get points just for sleeping with the spouse. You have to also they lead have, to the marriage being ended. So there to, are probably going to be players who play strategically and are just—they're not even trying to seduce anybody. They are just—they're just, they're just you slipping know, uh, the marriages,
1: divorce papers underneath the,
0: that dinner has seat. <laughs> And maybe they're the playing, husband accidentally planting signs evidence. Of, they're playing the Iago, if you will, to these uh, uh, relationships and sort of planting the seeds of doubt. Uh, so that's the basic gist of uh, of, of the real Don Juan. Uh, I, I open the floor to any possible questions.
3: I I have so many. Uh, Please, I'm here. i I have answers I, to all of them. I, I have so many questions. I don't know what all of them are. First question:
1: How many murders are allowed? Yeah, that was I'm Carlisle from Crimes, and that was my one big question too. Uh,
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to clarify: murders by the contestants, or yes, yes. Uh, yeah,
1: like how many, how no, many no, husband no, and/or no, no, wives no, no, can you, you kill the, in the marriage? You
0: cannot. know that you are immediately eliminated from I'm the show. I'm sorry, and, you didn't
1: say that in okay. the intro, Mister. This Mr. is Chris not a Matthews, game. This is I not I a kill g- two this- people. This is not my a points. game
0: of murder. This is not a level in Hitman. This is a game of uh, seduction, uh, a game of uh, social I, manipulation. Uh, uh, re- 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 Mr.
3: Shot real quick. Uh, uh, Larry here from Legal. Uh, uh, a, a, a question. Uh, so murder is off the table. Uh, we in we Legal That's appreciate correct. that. We appreciate that. Uh, we, we are a small but mighty team. Uh, uh, so. What about self-defense? So, for instance, a man, uh, as the childrens these days, I think, uh, uh, cocks this uh, 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 this other man, right? And mm-hmm. sleeps with his 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 wife. Uh, so, what happens if that man finds out and and seeks to attack our contestant with deadly force? Does he have the right to 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 defend himself in return with deadly force?
0: Don Juan is a lover, not a fighter, and is imp- and and the no-killing rule is is there very specifically because you cannot kill to end a marriage, but you also cannot kill in defense. You have to continue your seduction spree with more and more men and women in the town looking to murder you. It adds to the challenge of the show. And you can't simply kill these people because it removes that challenge. These cucked Husbands and wives are, if you will, the temple guards of this experience. Ah, we're well, hoping
1: to see temple guards in all three. <laughs> are,
0: all right. That makes sense. That makes sense. They uh, are uh, they are there to to uh, act as obstacles to you achieving your goals. Okay. Okay. Uh,
3: another another question over here. Tony from uh, uh, from Technicalities over here. Uh, mm-hmm. You doing? Uh, so uh, another question. So say say this person. Say this uh, uh, person just happens to be a very handsome bisexual. And yes. you happen to drop them in a village of other very handsome bisexuals. What what okay. would happen if, if in their uh, sexual conquests, they and I lost my accent. Uh, what what would happen if uh, if he just sleeps with everyone and then everyone finds out and they all realize they can just have one big polyamorous village relationship.
0: Um. So if that is the case, then unfortunately no points are awarded as no marriages were ended. Um, so but, uh, you you do have a good time, I imagine. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I you need to to end these marriages in order to receive a point. And uh, opening up a marriage to polyamory is kind of the worst case scenario because so, that marriage is rock solid, and you're not going to be able to really uh, uh, create a dent in it. Or you're going to have to find a different pr- approach in order to end that marriage. And that's why this game is so strategic, and this is why people okay, keep tuning okay. in. Because it's not just a show about sex. I mean, it is a show about sex, and there will be a lot of sex with no censorship whatsoever. Oh, uh, what a,
3: a – may I ask what network this is airing on? Uh,
0: well, be, if, for legal reasons, we will have to air this um, at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, on, on Stars, pi- Pirated station uh, on Stars. Uh. Uh, so thought, it's, it's thought, it is just a Starz original. I just yeah, heard just... the P-Hub intro playing. Boom.
1: <laughs> well, this is Stella from Stars, And uh, whilst we do appreciate a good point of intro, um, we must uh, we must try and distance ourselves from that uh, sacred brand um, <laughs> regarding this show. Um, we're looking at legal proceedings, right? We're going to see some. Are we going to see some courtroom scenes here? Stars uh, really does not enjoy a, a courtroom scene. We're really just pretty exclusively sex and violence.
0: Or is there um, sex in the courtroom scene? No, we, we, we won't. We, we won't dwell on the courtroom scenes unless they uh, end up dissolving into some sort of sexual uh, affair, or uh, perhaps. Uh, you know, if, if the husband tries to attack the, uh, the, the Don Juan in the, in the courtroom, however, I, I should s- say that, um, there's a sort of off the menu secret point system that if you're able okay. to seduce the judges and, uh, sleep with them to- during a recess of the trial, uh, you are able to, you get, you get extra points there, uh, And even more extra points, this is kind of the ultimate secret, (laughs) biggest point you could get. If you're able to perform oral sex under the bench while the judge is saying, I hereby declare this divorce (laughs) finalized, (laughs) you win the show immediately right there. If you can make that happen. And you you stand up, you wipe your mouth (laughs) triumphantly, and you are the winner. Achieve a climax just as they sort of sign their John Hancock <laughs> on the divorce papers. <laughs> oh, then you have you have one, You are the real Don Juan. You go right well, to. So what palace. happens? What what
3: what happens if uh if you get to a uh, 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 let's just put it this way: bang the judge's gavel in open mm-hmm. court. Just so you're saying have,
0: have sex with the judge in 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 the, in the open courtroom? In open court. Yes, everybody's watching. And uh, wow. everybody's acting
1: like they they don't see it. Even you'll Stella's get, impressed with this proposition.
0: <laughs> you'll get one. You'll get one point. You'll get one secret point for that. Uh, but um, you know, part of th- the thing is this part of this game, right? Is this is a game much like Hitman? It is a game of stealth. It is a game of deception, and going about things okay. in in flagrant and sort of open ways will sometimes achieve your goals, but we're looking for style and elegance here. We're looking for somebody yeah. that can play with human beings like pieces on a chessboard. And if you can successfully have sex with a judge in open court, that is impressive, but there's none of that subtlety that we're but I've looking never seen, for as judges. I didn't judges. see
1: that on Queen's Gambit, and so it's not in chess. Um, I think <laughs> uh, my only uh, uh, my only, uh, <laughs> watch at McCoy... Um, in this sort of court scenario, is that I've, you know, Matthew, I've championed you through this pitch process. We've gotten to the final room. You know, it's a done mm, deal. I, and I appreciate
0: it. it. I appreciate we're just, it.
1: We're just crossing the crossing eyes the and dotting the T's, so to speak, <laughs> as uh, old, old Dotty Aunt Marie used to say. Um, <laughs> Why
2: are
3: you spreading um, your hands
1: like this? As you saying? Um, <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> folks, for? this isn't a What's
3: video
2: in podcast. It? What's sometimes it helps. <laughs> <laughs> It helps this little
1: old Stella just get the words out. But uh mm. so uh, I, I I I'm sorry, I, I I've I've gone off I've gone off uh I've gone off base here. Um we have another show on the network called uh, Caligula's Court. And yes. I, I just was well, to big hey, fan, by the way. Big big fan. Thank you. Thank you. Two emmy noms this year, if yeah, you didn't impressive. notice.
0: Um, uh, those but, are Emmys with an I. They are uh, Emmys. There's, yeah. Emmy. yeah <laughs> there's they're, they're sort of an underground uh, Emmys for uh, debaucherous it, perverts. The, the,
1: Emmys, the Emmys for imminent cancellation <laughs> is sort of the joke <laughs> in the industry. The, 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 well,
3: they, they, they take place in Vegas the week after the, uh, the, the, the adult whatever awards. The,
0: the Adult Film Star Expo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, convention
1: space can be expensive. Um, but uh, I, I just encourage you to uh, whilst it's tempting not to put on period attire during these court proceedings as it would then violate our contract. You know, it's, it's you know, it's like the Caligula court.
0: It all comes down to to uh, local providences and whatever their rule sets are, because I think it's important to remember that you, as the contestant are being taken to a country that you do not call home and in and immersed in a foreign land where you do not speak the language. Uh, we actually have already shot uh, most of season one at this point. Um, we have already declared a winner. Uh, we won't spoil it here. Um, but, uh, you know, some of the locales seen in season one where, um, you know, there was uh, uh, one person who spent the entire year in uh, Hiroshima. And oh. um, they uh, they had quite an interesting time there. Tough they season. Were... I bet that was a tough season. It was. It was well. You know what they they were actually quite successful at at uh, wow. rousing some of these, uh, you know, studious uh, uh, people to their. Uh, you know these these a lot of the people that they seduced were kind of going about their daily lives in a bit of a daze, and they sort of were able to play uh, manic pixie dream girl, if you will. Or well, this mm-hmm. particular contestant mm-hmm. was a boy, but uh, you know what I mean. So uh, you know, it's always in this foreign environment. So we really have to bend to whatever their local court, you know, procedures are and whatever they wear. You know, if somebody's in Leeds, for ex- for example, as one person was this season, it was a, a young Japanese woman, uh, was in Leeds, England and, you know, they have like the big fancy wigs. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, so, so there's a little bit of period attire in that sense, but there's not going to be any togas. I can promise you that. There okay. not a single toga appears in season one, so we are clear with any sort of com- competition with Caligula Court.
2: Thank you, Matthew. You know how to make me smile.
0: Oh, I I, I absolutely do. The, I, so, okay. uh, do we have any other uh-huh. questions about uh, the real Don Juan, or uh, uh, I, are we getting some lights out over here? I I'm ready to I'm ready to vote. Please, uh, Taylor. What
3: what what lights? Um. Uh, have as many lights as you want. I am already furiously masturbating under this table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So, three white mission, lights, three, maybe four. Wow.
0: <laughs> mission accomplished. Uh, Multiple and times. um, uh, Chris, uh, what kind of lights am I getting on your end?
1: Um, I'm unsure, but but Stella is outside the boardroom on the double sided glass and she's lifted her shirt and both of her. <laughs> Raw cups are green lights, so I think that's a double. It's my second <laughs> double green lights. It's the this only is the most... episode I've given two double green lights on.
0: This is the most gr- lights that anyone has ever gotten in a pitch before. Six lights. That's Six pretty lights good. Of varying um, colors. Wow! Thank you so much, yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to see that your your both of your pitches were grotesque and filled with death, but uh, I still think that mine was the horniest. So, Somehow, despite, your, despite yeah. your best efforts, I still haven't been dethroned in that category, at the very least. I just, I, I just I, enjoy I that with pride.
3: I enjoyed how uh, uh, you talked about how raunchy we were getting and all the while knowing your pitch was for porn reality TV.
0: Uh, I enjoy Look, the I have a brand on this show, and I need to maintain that brand. And he needs to press uh, it into
1: <laughs> all of our unwilling skin every episode. Oh yes, right on. The oh, ass. Yes, oh, gotcha. right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, like Jack, quote, like Bam Margera getting a penis on his forearm. To quote the lead cenobite, uh, "I have such things to show you." So, um, with that, uh, what what do these bitches have in common? <laughs> We had temple guards of a sort Always in all of the our temple pitches. Guards. Temple guards, um, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty constant there. Um, thread, uh, the, none of these, none of these were like quiz shows. Um, True, there was none not as were... much trivia. I,
1: there was a great trivia at the end of my show, full of lobbium. <laughs> well,
0: that was.
3: Um, I
1: mean, I <laughs> I considered making some of, of the sort.
3: challenges uh, poetry quizzes on, on 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 Frost poetry. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and there's a, a quote he had about um, basically something about being able to withstand idiots for a certain amount of time. I don't remember. Uh, and so the the actual, the quiz wasn't the thing. It was how long could you go through these stupid questions before you just punched the person and left. Oh, uh, that interesting. That was a real challenge. Depending how long you lasted, a light, you know, some fireflies that are mechanically controlled. Uh,
0: uh, all of these pitches... The seem to involve travel in some way they were all kind of exotic with, with yeah. sea travel island travel and globe trotting seduction um this is in terms of just mind sync it seems like this is probably the most mind sync s- synchronous minded uh pitches we've we've had in in the show's history thus far and i think that might have something to do with i i think you two might have been infected by me i think i think this might be a case of of my (laughs) brain tendrils have worked their way into see chris is coming out of it now he's starting to realize (laughs) what he's done and look back on on this whole podcast with horror but uh, um, yeah, this is. Listen, I've sort I'm of pulled as, a. I'm as,
3: uh, I'm as kinky as the next guy, but tentacle porn is where I draw the line. Okay, keep your keep your brain tentacles
0: <laughs> out of my ears. I've sort of pulled a a, a Dio Brando and, and 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 infected you with little mind parasites. Dio. Um, Red so. Light. Red light. Uh, <laughs> so, well, I think we learned a lot, um, and I think we all grew uh, as people. And uh, all three of these shows will be airing before the end of the year, so look forward to that. Um, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us and 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 just diving into the the depths of human depravity with us. Uh, you cu- just covered in muck now uh, that will never and, come off. And in um, the in the
3: words of uh, uh, my favorite black card in Cards Against Humanity, why am I sticky?
0: Uh, I mean, I, so so to anybody listening, check out Taylor's uh tock. You're going to get a lot of content like this. <laughs> um, Nothing like this. Of, it's a lot of uh, Taylor just reciting uh, e- uh, erotica that he's written. Uh, uh, maybe that's I've what, actually maybe... <laughs> I, I've had fans. So I have a uh, never mind. I'm not going to bring that that's up for my uh, show. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
3: <laughs> but I do have have fans in a Discord that have suggested I get an OnlyFans and
0: just recite erotica in maybe in maybe, this deep
3: voice. Maybe that's and, my way uh, into
0: TikTok. Is is I yeah. should start an erotica TikTok where I just read and 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 write erotica. I think that's an untapped market. The the looks Chris is giving me right now says that uh, he's on board. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Was it was it you that wrote the Gargoyle erotica? Yes, Uh, for
1: my birthday. Yes, Uh
0: I have dabbled in monster porn in the past. Um, So in that,
2: with that,
0: (laughs) I guess that's a good place as any to end things for the for the for the episode. Uh, Bye.